it's all good. All right. So, <clears throat> hello, everyone. Welcome to Maybe It's Me, where it's me, my guests, and I, and all of our opinions and fixations. So, I'm your host, Jazz, and today I'm with... Well, ladies and gentlemen, she is a Cuban Leo gym bro who stays hydrated with four drinks a day, has modeled for companies like Illis and Parade, and has a weakness for earth sign men, don't we all, but simps for Aubrey and Benito? Yeah. Ladies and friends, please welcome Demi Mundo to the show! Woo! Demi, thank you so much for being here. Hi. I guess we should tell them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so Demi and I um used to work together for a company. Um, we won't name names, but <clears throat> they're very um not that well known. I've heard one celebrity actually call them out. I don't know if you ever if you remember that. No, I don't. Hold on, I'll text you the name. I don't know if you know this person, but it was really funny because I followed them on Instagram and this was after I quit. And oh my gosh, <laughs> it was like, it feels like a fever dream. <laughs> it feels like a lifetime. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And so I think we met because you know a streamer that oh my like, god, said, yeah, because you know a streamer that I watch, and I was like, You're friends with him. I was like, yeah, okay. so that was really, that yeah. was really funny. Cause I remember you finding my Instagram and he was following me at the time. Um, yeah. And we, yeah, we were definitely friends. <laughs> we had like dated a little bit. Um, <laughs> what? I told you that. Someone told me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. Glass <laughs> like like all of two seconds it was like two seconds <laughs> but we had met him it was really funny because it was just like of all people for you to like know from my ig you were like oh my god and i was like oh my gosh i haven't talked to him in so long and we had like met in vegas and then i was holding oh my gosh a long story short but i was like holding on to something of his um and then he was like it's okay i'll see you in la and we'll just meet up then and then like we went on a date and i think we saw each other like twice um but we stayed in correspondence because he is a he's a really nice guy i actually don't know his sign oh my god i would love he's to know now he's Sagittarius. yeah oh wow not me thinking i've never <laughs> been with a sag but <laughs> oh yeah. my god anyway so yeah i remember from that point on though you we like kind of like linked up and just started talking and even when you left the company like we stayed connected and I think honestly like it's been a beautiful thing to get to know you via Instagram because like we're across the country like you know so it's been a beautiful thing though to like get to know you via Instagram and like you can't really get to know somebody if they're like transparent on there and then we got added to each other's close friends and it was over oh been- yeah <laughs> close friends then Ash- yo I'm not gonna lie <laughs> Demi's got some of the best close friends posts I've ever seen. Nah, like when the things that Demi don't be showing y'all, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, it, I, <laughs> I heard it so real. Like, like if you guys could see 
All right, let me just explain it, how I was explaining it to her earlier. So when I, I asked Demi to do this episode literally last night, like we already talked about it several times, but we actually put a date on it literally yesterday. So, so this morning I get up and I realize I'm interviewing Demi, who is a, not only like she's a Leo, you know, so she's not gonna be like gym bro Demi, even at the gym, she looks good. So it's like, this is just her, right? Close friend Demi is just like Demi, like, if anyone had a Finsta account, it would be her. <laughs> My close friend is so funny, because people will call me out too. They'll be like, I'll post like, I'll post <laughs> like a sponsor post or like an ad or like something for like a brand that I'm working with and then you'll get to the next slide it's close friends my hair is up I have yeah like if the hair is up that's when I'm like oh my gosh she's about to tell us something like I have never it's so weird seeing Demi with her hair up like literally this morning like this outfit that I'm in like I'm in sweatpants right now Demi is dressed I will say I will say I did nine it was literally nine nine thirty eight a.m. over there. Like, I will say I do have sweatpants on just for <laughs> comfort, but we have to show up and show out, <laughs> even if, even if we're just on a podcast. You know I what mean, I mean? I mean, I wore this shirt for you because it says "A good day for a good day." I feel like you have such a very positive, you know, mindset, and just I feel like that's your whole brand. You know, like so. Have you always just been? a positive person or is that just because like you feel like as a leo like you're the sun you're the star of the show like you need to just be yourself or is this just who you are wow yeah that's a really good question um because i would say as the eldest daughter of an immigrant family i could like things could have gone one of two ways (laughs) Like, I could have been really hardened by a lot of the things that have happened to me. Um, But at the end of the day, and, like, looking back at a lot of my memories, I think about how positivity and, like, my belief that something bigger and better is going to come for me has been sometimes the only thing that has gotten me through, through some of the things that have happened in my life. And I try to, like, now in my present day and, like, being on social media – I try to make sure that it's like not toxic. And when I really need to step away and I'm not feeling like positive or sharing, you know, like I love posting a positive quote, like good things are coming. Blessings are happening. Like goodness. We deserve goodness. But like, if I don't feel like it, I actually genuinely try to pull away. Um, But I would say what like really shifted my mindset was when I was in, like we were in quarantine and we were in the pandemic and like, I, was alone. I was alone for the first six months of the pandemic. And I kind of just started posting on my stories like crazy because there was nothing else really for me to do. And like, I just started posting some positive things and people would respond and be like, wow, that really like helped me. Or like, I appreciate your posts. Like they make me, they make me feel better. I look forward to your posting. And like, I'd never taken Instagram or social media like very seriously. I've never set out to be an influencer. Like my goal is to be an actress. But when I realized I can start having a positive impact through people that I'm not even physically seeing in person, like why not? 
if I genuinely, and like, also it's for me too, if I need to like give myself a boost, like I sometimes use my story as a diary. Like it's quite literally just for me to like motivate myself or like I repost women that I think are beautiful because they inspire me. Um, and so I really have like been reflecting within the last year about making sure it's not toxic positivity and that it's coming from a genuine place for me and that I'm not just trying to like do it just to post. Um, but all in all, like, I think that it's just something that has come from me and like, I think resilience and just trying to like hold on to my faith has really manifested into just who I am, like holding onto my faith that something bigger and beautiful is coming. And now it's just kind of like a part of me. And like, I believe it for myself and I know that I'm deserving. And I know that the people that I love and the people in my life are deserving. So yeah. <laughs> That was actually a really good answer, Demi. Like, wow. You just really, you just have such a, like, radiant, like, that's just how you are. Like, that's just one of the things that I love about you is that you, I could be having, like, a really just, like, crappy day, right? And it's so funny because, like, my work personality is so different from, like, my like just my regular personality because at work everyone's like oh my god like you're so upbeat you're so happy you're so this this and that little did I know that on the inside I feel like a gremlin just ready to come out and just be an absolute menace in these streets Meanwhile, I'm like you're like a Scorpio like you're supposed to be brooding and moody <laughs> oh my god stop I love like ugh. Like when Sanctuary like did that post one time where it's like it shows like your schedule for the day and for Scorpio it was like two hours of brooding. I was like, oh, yeah, I love a good. Nothing makes me happy than to just wake up and just ready to be a menace. Yeah, like I, yeah, nobody. My tourist boyfriend. Why do we always gotta take it there, bro? Why do we always gotta do that? Like you know, because Earth sign men just want peace, and then. They just, they literally just want peace and they want their own, they just don't want, they just don't want trouble. They want their routine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's like I'm trying to like stir the pot. Yeah. And that, you know what, since we're here, Demi, I'm going to treat this like your intervention. Welcome to your intervention because Demi is a fire sign who's addicted to dating earth sign men, even though she knows deep down she should probably be dating. Well, actually, no, I feel like. I feel like you're going to go on my list of people who are the only exceptions, actually, because I can't even see you dating an air sign. Absolutely not. The problem, here's the thing. When we're talking about astrology, it's like we do have to talk about. So it's funny because I can already hear all the men. I can hear all the men tuning out right now. uh, (laughs) It's like, oh, these astrology bitches are at it again. Oh, my God. They're going to hear my piece because astrology is true. But basically, I grew up, listen to this. I grew up (laughs) with my mom, (laughs) my Cuban queen, also a Leo, telling me and my sisters how proud, me and my sister, how proud we should be, not only that we're Cuban, but we're also Leo women. All three of us. (laughs) It's like, so that was like rammed on my throat, but I didn't really know what that meant. And then I would say during the pandemic, I got really interested into it and like, understanding astrology and then reading birth charts and I finally realized okay while I am a Leo and I would say like 
70% of the time I'm in your face, I'm a Leo, but like I see my other parts of my chart and when I'm giving you a side eye or I'm running a meeting or I have to get into a fight, my Virgo, my Virgo traits are going to come out with a knife. Or if I don't want to yeah. deal with a situation, my Aquarius moon <laughs> is going to help. You know what? You know what? As someone who's been ghosted by an Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like imagine having someone just ghost you from their life. I have. Oh. oh my gosh like one thing about air signs they love a good disappearing <laughs> act <laughs> they have to go and it's no. crazy though like i actually it's actually like a fault of mine like my aquarius moon like i Yo, you saying your moon sign is your is your fault is your downside it's so toxic you sound like my you sound like my best friend because she's a Sagittarius sun, but she is a Leo moon and she's not proud of it. Well, you know what I'm less proud of? <laughs> my Cancer Venus. My Cancer is it's really disgusting. It is disgusting when I like someone. I will go to the ends of the earth, but also on the flip side, it does like. I, aside from like the Leo, the cancer placements, like make me want to give all my friends flowers. Like literally that's one of my favorite things to do. I love to like do little things. And like when I'm checked in <laughs> and the Aquarius moon isn't activated, I'm like, I want to give and like just be loving. And I think that it is a very beautiful thing, but I'm also incredibly moody. I'm crazy. <laughs> like I am, I have attachment issues. Wow. You sound like. Well, attachment issues. That's not me, but maybe it's because I have. Well, I'm. I have a Sagittarius moon and a Gemini rising, so I don't know. And I have a Libra Venus. So the Libra Venus is so cute. That I is, know. I love love. Yeah, that is <laughs> so it's cute. It's it's like I just because I'm a hopeless romantic because I believe I deserve to be loved a certain way. And I want to be loved a certain way, you know? But then the Sagittarius moon fucks it up because then I'm crazy and then I'm mad. And then, like, I want to set shit on fire. And suddenly I'm the bad guy because I use the hard ER. Like, I just <laughs> don't understand. My friends told me the other day they don't want me to use the N-word with the hard ER anymore. anymore. And I'm like... You can. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, it was a black man trying to tell me things. You know how black men are these days. Just trying to, like, be problematic. Um, It's okay. You don't have to comment on that, Demi. It's okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refrain. But just men in general yeah. want to tell us what we can and cannot do. That's, like... Do you remember that? I, I posted something yesterday where someone said, like, the year men flopped was 2022. And I... And my friend, who's a Pisces, said men flop every year so i was like you know see but i sent that to four people <laughs> i said drake Aubrey did flop he is in his flop era oh like, you know we're you know what we can totally talk about her loss now if you'd like i can we can we can do this i'll put track list if you if you want we can talk about it because i i do want to say one thing about men really quick 
<laughs> Just one thing. Men did flop this year. But Bad Bunny low-key did cure my depression. So I... That album, you know what? I understand. I'm mad I got into the album after his tour was over. That's my only regret. That's my uh, only regret. Uh, he sometimes leaves me speechless. The way that I love him, like the way that I feel about Benito is like... I, you know, here's the thing. As a non-Spanish speaking girly, um, I will say <clears throat> one thing about the Spanish speaking girlies, y'all know how to party. Y'all have a good time. Y'all really just when it comes to Benito, y'all are a like that's the way bad bunny fans are slowly reaching like the the hierarchy and the ranks of like you guys aren't where Barty Gang and the Barbs are. Like nobody is a Barb yet. No, <laughs> no but I don't know well, if I want to. Y'all are in the top five. I would say Benito fans, like the Bad Bunny fans, like pulling up like at a tour. And I'm talking about like when it comes to like his music, tours, everything. None of that. None of the Twitter stuff because social media stuff debatable. No, but, but my know, king doesn't do anything wrong. My king is for the people. He is for the people. And he might be making out with everyone, but he is for the people. <laughs> he have a girlfriend, though? They're in an open relationship. I know he's a Pisces man. He's got to love love. He's got to love on everyone. No, no, we're not going to let... Me I'm not going to let men get that off. Or whatever, Benito. <laughs> no, that's true. That That is true. But he... Rachel just tried to tell us. Go ahead. No, I just am like... He, I, oh, man, I could talk about him all day. But it's just, like, he truly, like, is revolutionizing spaces for Latinx people, but also challenging beliefs in the Latino and Latinx community. Like, he is quite literally, like, in a skirt, like, <laughs> shaking his ass because he can and because he's challenging machismos and, like, being this toxic masculinity beliefs that is so heavily ingrained in our community and, like, he fights for trans rights and for the LGBTQ community. And like, I, I think that like, he just, he's really special. <laughs> so, so I, I am going to ask a question though, because, because <clears throat> I'm curious and because I do have, you know, I haven't seen anything about it, but like, you know, when, Cuba was, you know, going through their time last year and regarding like the revolution, the protest, and you know, Bad Bunny didn't really say no. a lot of stuff about it. He didn't say anything about it. And how does that make you feel as as a Cuban in this country and as someone who is a fan of Bad Bunny? Like, how does that make you feel? I think I can't. I'll I'll be really honest. I love him so much, right? It really did make me, it was sad. It like made me kind of, it was definitely disappointing. And I think it was hard too, because at the same time, Jay Valveen was like saying like some stupid things about like, he like spoke up for Cuba, I think briefly, but at the same time, that same year at the Grammys, a lot of Grammys, Cuban artists won for Patri Vida. And like, it was a song for li quite literally the liberation of Cuba. And Jay Valveen was really upset that he didn't win. Um, 
and so it kind of contradicted his efforts and i and it just kind of feels like when it comes to cuba and what's going on just generally everyone is pretty quiet in terms of like all of the artists like any major celebrities that are not cuban are just generally like very quiet on cuban issues and it, it's just like kind of disheartening because i don't feel like it's the same way if something's happening in dr or pr and like in my eyes we are all united but i also understand that a lot of american cubans have really created a division too especially a lot of cuban americans <laughs> that have money and have like set a standard that they are white and they are not Latino or they're Cuban, but they're not necessarily Latino or they're not Caribbean. And it's just like, there's so many layers to this, like my people running away from communism, but at the same time running towards a man like Trump who hates everything that we are. And like, at the end of the day, Trump is not eating like frijole negro. He's not eating black beans and rice and platanos. Like he would put his nose up to that you know what i mean like big max okay like he says he thinks we're all mexican you know (laughs) he thinks we are all mexican they all think that we're all mexican and so at the end of the day like it was really disappointing that benito didn't say anything and i think that like people think that what's going on in cuba is so far out of reach but like we can help them. And I think it's just kind of scary because they're like, it's kind of like relations with China. Like the thought of communism is so scary, but like the Castro regime has like started breaking down. Like the Cuban people are in the streets and they're in the streets every day. The way my mom gets credible news sources is through TikTok. That's the only reason why my mom started a TikTok. And like, I'm so proud of her because I don't know if you know this, but she's like a Cuban activist on TikTok. My mom is low key. You, t- you told me this. Yeah, my mom is low-key, like, she's so cute. And, like, whenever I post a TikTok, all of Cuba <laughs> is commenting on my stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, I also feel like it's kind of, like, how I don't know. And you can tell me, like, do you feel like people speak up about Haitian issues? Like, or about no, what's going on? Like, no, no. I, listen, listen. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. Because I, first off, being real transparent, I didn't tell anybody, any of my friends or anything like that, I was Haitian until I was 18. Oh. You know, because growing up, being Haitian was like a no-go, you know? And so I, when I was in school, like, I didn't start to really appreciate being Caribbean and really loving being Caribbean and everything that comes with it you know, until college. And that was like a lot of insecurities. You know, I went to a predominantly white and Hispanic high school and like middle school. Like, you know, that's all I grew up around. I've dealt with all the microaggressions, all the little comments that people didn't think. I was just talking about all my close friends. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) I hate teenagers. I hate teenagers so bad, but Someone on Instagram posted, oh, remember those days in school when your braid would come out at school? When I tell you, I'll never forget it. I was in school and a braid fell out. And I literally would, like, 
I didn't even see, I didn't notice, I felt it. Like I like touched the back of my head. I was like, oh my God, did it come off? Like whatever, whatever, right? Tell me why I went on Instagram when I got out of school and that shit was on the fucking gram. It was on some white boys Instagram. Oh no! I told my mom. I told my mom, and she was like, "Oh, like blah blah blah, like it's okay, whatever, whatever." I showed her the photo. She was like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mom, like (laughs) embarrassing. So yeah, um, I have trauma, and I'm gonna make sure that. My kids don't go through that. But yeah, no, like nobody really talks about being Haitian or like even like, like the stuff going on with Dominican, like with DR, like Dominican Republic and and Haiti, like nobody's talking about that. I'm not hearing anybody talk about that. And it's like, it's crazy. And it's so weird to say this, but it's something that I just kind of live with. You know, at the end of the day, like, if people really do care, like, I can share whatever I share about Haiti and DR and whatever. And I have people in my life who are Dominican. I have people in my life who are Haitian. I, you know what I mean? I'm just going to spread the awareness. And those who want to educate themselves will educate themselves. And those who want to click pass can click pass. Like, it's just... We all have choices and we all have decisions and, you know, I worry about, you know, I don't want anyone to ever be ashamed of who they are. Like I spent a good chunk of my teenage years being ashamed of my heritage and that's something I'm not proud of, but I'm willing to have the conversation and say that I've educated myself and I've grown and I've learned to just really you know, just love my community and love my people. And I just wish that it always, it's just something that we all worked on. Just like being united. You know, we're all Caribbean. Like we're all Hispanic. Like, come on, girl. Be fucking for real. No, it's serious though. And like, I, even I like very much resonate because I grew up and I grew up in a really diverse community, but it's, it's funny because like, I didn't, it was Mexican, Black, Pacific Islander, and, like, Filipino. That was kind of... And it was diverse for, like, not being pre- predominantly white, but, like, I was only Cuban for miles. And, like, I remember people looking at me and being, like, not knowing what I was, and then they would hear my mom speak Spanish, and then they would be, like, why do you guys speak weird Spanish? And, like, it really gave me a lot of insecurities. And, like, I kind of held off on, like, ever, like, speaking Spanish and, like, really, like, diving in and, like, even learning Spanish because it was just not Mexican Spanish. And I remember that kid in school being like, well, why don't you speak Spanish with us? And, like, I don't know. And then also just, like, even things down to, and maybe you can resonate with this, but, like, my my body, like, I people were, like why I'm you're curvy like why are you built like this and I remember feeling feeling so this is like kind of like your Instagram story but like I remember on Facebook I posted this photo from homecoming and this guy like one of these guys from the football team was like wow you got a big old booty 
And like at that time, it wasn't cool to be curvy. It was not mm-hmm. cool. And I felt like in my mind that translated as like, like you're fat. Like I, it just like triggered something in me. And I remember being so insecure and then that spiraled into other things. But like these traits that like are of my ancestors, like I'm quite literally copied and paste from my Cuban mm-hmm. ancestors. I see the pictures. I know my family, like, but these things that I like was so insecure about like my hair and just feeling like I didn't fit fully fit in, but it's like a part of my history. And like, we are all connected in the Caribbean. And I just felt so disconnected because a, I was like physically far away for so long, but like, as I've gotten older, I feel like I've been able to finally be so proud of my heritage. And like, it just took a long time though. Like it took even after college, like I was always changing the texture of my hair and like putting a curling wand to it. And I didn't even really like realize and like just doing things to like shrink myself down and not really be who I am. And now I'm like, okay, wow. No, I actually am really proud of who I am. And like these things that make me who I am. And we all are like very similar, but I think that there are some like really toxic things that are just like in our communities that like divide us, like the racism, the political beliefs that just, do not make sense. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like you really got me when you said that when you were talking about body issues, because bro, let's I I resonate with that so much. And even just like the little things, like just not having I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's weird like talking about like maybe the like not poverty but just like not having the same things like other kids would have like I don't know if you ever if Hollister was like really big that's so funny I was talking about I was talking about Abercrombie and Finch yesterday with one of my friends and she was like have you seen the documentary that's what she was telling me about I haven't seen it yet though because I I didn't even know it was a thing until yesterday and she was talking about she's like did you ever like go in there I was like here's the thing I grew up in a low income house i also have been consistently a large or an extra large since i was i don't know when i don't know when i was ever a medium you know what i mean and at those times like the sizing was so small i've even current sizing is absurd but we can get into that later but like yeah it's ridiculous it's just and, like, that's all I would see is, like, girls in, like, Hollister and Abercrombie and, like, all the things. And I'm just, like, American Eagle. I think I was wearing JCPenney. Wait, I think I was wearing I was wearing Walmart. I was wearing matching sets from Walmart because it's, A, what we could afford, but, B, like, what I could, fit like, fit into. Yeah. Like, see, that's that's it. I mean, I was, I was a, I would mean, like, a medium or a lot like are large because I had like 36 D that does yeah eighth grade like eighth grade like I just don't even it, it it's just so ridiculous I'm like I could be like thinking about recently though and maybe you experienced this too is like the sexualization of my body from a young age and I didn't even realize it a lot of the time. Like, I didn't even realize it. But, like, I remember, like, 
And also what's really funny too is like my entire life, people thought that I was older. They always thought that like I was 13 and they thought that I was graduating college. And I, I remember just being so upset about it. Cause I was like, do I like, what's wrong with me? Like, why, why do I look like I'm 30 years old? But the plot twist is I'm 29 now present day. And people are like, I'm out on the streets and they're like, oh, I thought you were 22. Like, I thought you were 24. And I was like, thank God the chubby cheeks and the greasy face have finally caught up. (laughs) But like before, I was just like, (laughs) the greasy skin. (laughs) Yo, Demi, please relax. It's just sweat, bro. It's just sweat. You're just a gym, bro. <laughs> oh how do you like so I just want to know like how did you become a gym bro? Dang. So I've always on and off <laughs> I've on and off loved the gym. I have, but I do have kind of talking about the body situation, just being fully transparent here, I have struggled with disordered eating and body image issues and body dysmorphia. And I I don't know. Like I went to the gym and I was like fairly lean and not doing my healthiest. Probably I would say like 2015 to 2018, 2019 things started to level out a little bit, but I wasn't in the gym like I am now. Now is next level. So 2020 quarantine, I was doing like a lot of walks and a lot of home workouts just to like move and have my sanity. But I really wasn't like, I don't know. I just had no plan. I was just moving my body, honestly. And then 2021, the gyms opened up. And I started because the gym started opening up, but it was really slow. And there was one gym that I go to now that it opened up and it was beautiful. It is so, my gym is so beautiful. I I, I paid pennies for the quality of gym that it is. Um, But I was going there and I was like, this gym is just so beautiful. I just want to be here. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just hanging out, honestly, and just like moving my body. But then I started making some friends. And like at the beginning of this year, I started, my only goal was to be consistent, just to be consistent. And the reason why I started going and going at 5 a.m., I go at 5 a.m. every day, was because I needed to keep my sanity while I was working because I was so out of my mind working 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I was like, I have to at least give myself this one thing. And so I started at the beginning of 2022 going every single morning. I started to make friends and now I have like a little community that I see every day. And like, it's just fun to like walk in. And even though like, I'm still like waking up, like my friends are excited to see me and hug me and like, for us to like cheer each other on. And like, I've really created like a little community, but what's really exciting is when I get like messages of people telling me and like, I, you know this, but I'll just say on here, I started posting on my Instagram just for accountability, for sheer accountability to just be like, Hey, I made it (laughs) my little post for the day. I made it to the gym for myself, but it started to become like a thing. And now it's an everyday thing. And when I don't go to the gym for a few days, people are like, where are you? What's wrong? What's going on? Um, But I don't know. I would say that like my sheer will of like wanting to just keep being consistent to like, even if I go and just stretch and like walk on the treadmill, it like helps me with my mental health. And now I'm like, it's just led to like other things. Like, you know, I love my wearing a cute gym outfit and like, 
it's just a whole culture for me. And I like being a curvy body in the gym and I can lift a hundred pound barbell and just look at the men. I, it just gives me a sense of power to be able to walk through the gym. And I'm just like this big woman towering over some of these men that are like, like huge meatheads. And I'm like, I'm towering over you and I could probably put you on my back. So it's become more than that. That's crazy. So I just love the fact that you just like having power over men. It's giving dominatrix. It's giving, it's giving top. <laughs> it's funny. Sometimes she is and sometimes she's not. Sometimes a cancer Re- Venus says bottom. <laughs> Leo sun says top. Cancer Venus says bottom. <laughs> Leo Sun says top. Libra Venus says switch. Yeah. It's just like whatever, you know, whatever works. You know, a win is a win. A win is a win. Try to be loved on. Yeah, that's it. I just want love. That's it. That's all I ask. Okay, but wait, but since we are talking, because I was originally going to um, segue this into talking about her loss, but I do want to talk about your campaigns really quick if we can. Yeah. Okay. So, Demi's a model. She's what the kids would say, an ambassador. Uh, you know, you want to tell them about it? Or... Yeah. <laughs> so, man, basically... I, my goal is to be an actress. Like I'm in acting class. I've been acting since I was three years old. Like that is my goal. But I would say end of like summer of 2021, I was like, I, just because I started posting on Instagram more often and like people just hype me up and I'm like, (laughs) my head is huge. I'm like, of course I'm great. Yeah. I hear you. (laughs) But no, no, no. In actuality, like people, I, I just like hearing like some positive feedback about like me posting. I was just kind of like, you know what? I wonder if I could do curve modeling. Like I, I feel like I could do this. And in September of 2021, I ended up funny enough. I actually auditioned to be in a campaign for Savage X Fenty. Savage did not want me, uh, which is fine. But casting actually sent my information over to Parade. And that's how I started working with Parade. They were like so excited to work with me. And and so I did my first campaign. Yeah, I did my first campaign with 2021. And then I started kind of because I did that, it opened up doors for me to start working on other smaller things. And then I kind of just took a step back because I was so consumed with my job in corporate America for the first part of this year so I would say July or January to July of 2022 I was so consumed with my job and even though I had some opportunities coming in here and there I could barely even try to think about doing them because I was so overwhelmed um and and I've talked about this off offline but I ended up losing my corporate job in July and it was the biggest blessing that could have ever happened because I started posting consistently and I had become a gym bro, I ended up booking my first campaign with Illis. And this is a brand, I shout out to Illis label, love them so much. And I 
received a DM from them, I would say in June. And they were like, Hey, where do you live? And I was like, <laughs> I live in LA. And they were like, Oh no, we wanted to shoot. We wanted to use you as a model um, <laughs> for one of our shoots in July but it's going to be in New York. And I said, when, and then they told me the dates and I said, I'm actually going to be in New York in July. Anyways, I met people that I've been looking up to for years at this shoot. And it was actually like a dream come true. And I'm not an ambassador for them yet, but, um, because I'm still working on like figuring out how I want to like integrate my gym content, but that shoot led to me doing another parade campaign, becoming an ambassador for parade, now becoming an ambassador for Adore Me. I started working with this wonderful bikini brand called Gothakini. And it's actually opening up larger doors for me, like things that I can't really talk about right now, like on here, but <laughs> it started opening up larger doors for me in my actual like acting and modeling, like professional life, aside from Instagram and like being a content creator now. It's I quite literally dreamed about this and this is where I wanted to be a year ago. I, I prayed for this. I manifested it. I wrote it down. I wanted to leave my corporate job and be doing this full time. And I'm working with brands I've dreamed of and I, I, I'm speechless, honestly. Um, but what's That's incredible cool. is receiving messages from, I, there's one from you that you sent me. Oh, it's going to make me tear up. That's, <laughs> but you sent me, you said, I know it's not easy to put yourself out here like this. I know it's not always easy to show your body like this. And some days I am so confident and comfortable and proud of myself. And then oh, I'm getting emotional. And sometimes, some days I do have body dysmorphia and like, I don't feel my best, but like my people, like, I don't even have that many followers yet, but my people are so loyal and hype me up so much. Like, I'm just so thankful. And you're one of them. Like you always come through and like say the most beautiful things. And it's like when I need it to. So it's partly like from my people cheering me on and like giving me the courage to know that I'm deserving of these opportunities and like that, like I can represent for us. So <laughs> it's been amazing. <laughs> that's so beautiful. And that's like amazing. I mean, for you, like when you are thinking about your dreams and now that you see them, coming true like what would you say to anyone who's like in this place like they are just going through it right now like what would you say to them I was like I've been chasing this since I was three years old and I remember just mm -hmm. wanting like to be on tv to feel like somebody could look at me and be like oh wow this looks like me and I wanted to be represented so badly and I've gone through so much in my life. And I remember in the pits of like my mid 20s and even last year being like, how am I going to get myself out of this? How am I going to like ever get to the place that I want to be? Like, I just need one chance. And what I would have to say to someone is really be patient because you do not know how things are going to play out. And like for me, it may not have been one big job that I've booked just yet. It actually has been a series of events, series of meeting people and like really letting people into my life and just trusting that something bigger is coming for me. Because had I not started to just <laughs> post and have my friends hype me up and just like not care about what I'm posting and like just start doing this and get comfortable with this and then have the band-aid ripped off of losing my job. Like while these are 
two major like plot points there really were like a bunch of little things that led up to it and you don't know how things are going to play out and you just have to trust that if you have a dream if you have a vision for yourself it's going to work out it's going to happen for you and also just be present and like really be in the moment because you don't know how like how your life is going to change to the next day me i love it oh i just really i think that's just such a beautiful message and i really do appreciate you just being on here and just being so transparent and real about everything and i mean it's you it's like it's funny because like i remember being like so honored when you started to like open up to me because i i just know that you're not like you have to protect your peace. I feel like, cause you've, I, I feel th- these are all things that I'm just saying that I feel that I don't actually factually know, but I feel like you are not very trusting of people and like you can't be because you have been hurt. And I just feel so honored to like, even be able to be in this space with you and like to be in your space at all. Thank you. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> Oh, like you're like the nicest Leo woman I've ever met. Like that's just so like you actually are giving man, you you're putting in a lot of faith with me and fire signs again. That's crazy. I just please know that astrology is not the full thing and like people have to be raised properly and have good oh, yeah, family. No, no, no. This is a lot of us chatting shit. Like I hope you guys all know it. We're talking a lot of shit, but you gotta like have some sort of like behavior, like have some cool like oh god what is the word decorum decorum have some decorum oh my god i've been telling people lately like you need to have some cooth like i just can't (laughs) like what's the activities i've seen the last year so it's just ghetto just ghetto i'm just like wow i know that this isn't planned but like this is in correlation to her loss but like just as a highlight as a highlight the Megan Tory situation. Oh. The Megan Tory situation. Men are coming out of the woodworks to talk trash on her. This woman said. No. Go Sorry. ahead. No, no, you go. go ahead. No, 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 no. I want you to finish that sentence, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in on that. Go she right said, ahead. She said, "I'm suicidal. I am unwell. I wish that I would have died from this." And people are still dragging her. Joe Budden came through and was like you know she's lying i'm like you're still talking about her i <laughs> i just i just don't understand why mr pump 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 it up is still talking <laughs> i thought we were retired like you know <laughs> i have so many things i want to say about joseph um i just want to make sure before i before i talk i just want to make sure before i just want to make sure if he is yes of course thank you joseph is 42 just wanted to he's an adult talking about megan a woman who is literally traumatized joseph is seen on camera running after someone's car and a wife beater. I just don't really want to, I don't, I just don't get it. 
Um, Aubrey, Aubrey knew what he was doing. I don't care what anybody says. Now, don't get oh. me wrong. It was business, but at the same time, it was stupid. stupid. It was business, and it was stupid. It was, of all things, like, Aubrey, here's the thing. Like, Tori, though? were excited enough. I love 21. I love, I love 21. I love, I said, I didn't even need Drake on that. I just needed 21. Oh. 21 was on it i was like let me get my straps <laughs> i'm gonna go clean it out really quick time to start cleaning our guns kids 21's coming back all right <laughs> ski mask on let's do some drill. like bro i have i have a playlist i started of just drill music right it's called hooligan energy and it has like a little ninja emoji as well and it just those are for the times it's a playlist that I, I play whenever i think about new york like whenever i'm driving or something like oh just give me the just strap just one little you know just one one <laughs> just need to get it out but i thought i was gonna get that from her loss obviously acting so bitch made and it's so confusing to me why are you so rich and you just say corny things like Aubrey is the reason why I'm gonna show you this meme. And he is this meme. And I just want you to know that. Cause I saw this and I should have sent this to you. I so you. just for the people listening, I have loved Aubrey. I've loved Drake for as long as I can remember. I love this man. I I I do I almost want to say I did. This man every single day at this point is testing me. After the Megan situation, really, I actually was really upset about that. Like, I, it was uncalled for. It was unacceptable. It was a low blow. Why are we at oh, all yeah. supporting a gremlin? And, like, Megan is, she's a work of art. She's a masterpiece. She, but she's a black woman. And people aren't, yeah. like. And that, see, and so here's the thing. The reason why I actually didn't want to talk about this is because I feel like because of the discourse we've had since then, like, this should make me so mad. Glory to Megan, praying for you. I cannot watch this trial because the way Kelsey is a prime example of the type of women I don't like to be around. And I feel like I'm actually gonna mark this as a clip as well because there's a lot of women on my Instagram who, not a lot, but there are a few women that I have seen that still listen to Tory Lanez and still like think people saying shit to Megan is like funny. And I kind of want to ask, like, as a woman, like, you were raised by women. How do you not feel? Like, what if this was you? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how, as a woman, you don't understand that. Like, like the men. Men. I'm not, I'm not arguing. Yeah, with but women. Women. Oh, women? It's how I feel. I feel about women who believe women who believe Tori over Meg and believe Megan is lying are the same women I I feel like 
the same way as I do about women who vote for Trump. You know, like it's like, ooh, there's nothing a Democrat you have said. No to thought. You have no <laughs> thought. That's what I but but that's that's the thing. And like and this is even pre-pandemic stuff. Like I'm not even gonna get into to the anti that like I'm not even gonna get into that. I'm just saying like as a woman, really sit down and think about it, right? As a woman, you would really sit here and think, like, what would Megan gain from lying? He is thinking about like statistics. Like Tory Lanes was irrelevant in, in comparison to Megan. Like her success, especially at that time, too, like Tory's not doing numbers whatsoever like her the only thing that he had going was instagram lives during quarantine yeah and like he was success and he was and here's the thing tori was known now i i was a tori fans listener and support and supporter up until the megan thing happened as was and I. and and here's the thing i you know, quarantine live. Also, I was bro. I was big Tory fan. Like, I was like, you know what? I want him to win. But the Megan thing, and as more details came out, and then the August Alcina thing, where he slapped him up backstage. Like, come on. Like, I'm. Even if you like, okay, let's take Megan out the equation. Let's take her out the equation altogether. Let's take it out of the equation. Whatever. Tory just kind of showed you that he's already across the board a gremlin yeah like he's menace like he is literally going around putting his hands he's he doesn't have it's clearly there's some sort of issue going on and then also kind of using your kid to like when you're walking out the courtroom like when you're walking up to the courtroom you can't even bring your kid inside it's it's pandering it's pandering I'm a journalism student. I see Panthery. It's not good. It doesn't look great. Um, Kelsey switching up her story is also very, um, is very dangerous. Women like Kelsey are very dangerous to other women because at the end of the day, like, you're doing all this for man. For a man that would never care about you. A man who is about to literally send you to jail? You know? And that's why I I don't want to watch this trial because I just feel like I can't, you know, like, I want to support Megan however I can support Megan. Streaming her music, following her on Instagram, liking, supporting all her posts, like, reposting all her things. I will always support Megan in every way. This trial is really like. I'm worried about her. She literally said, uh, she actually actively said, I would rather not be alive than have to go through this. Do we not like understand the seriousness? That's a cry for help. That's like a, she, she's tired of this. She can't, she just wants to be done with this because it's like ruining her life because of how many people are coming out and slandering her. For no reason other than the fact that they hate women. Yeah. I just feel like, and then, it's just, it's just so sick to me, you know. I just don't understand 
why people like really hate this woman so much like the way y'all treat black women is so crazy to me it is like it's so sick it's so sick like people would rather talk poorly on a black woman than actually like face reality they would rather tear down megan than understand that tori was wrong for this like Aubrey had no right making a joke about this. And then also simultaneously calling her hot because you only see a woman as an object. Yeah. Well, you know, here's like, it's like I said, um, Aubrey's bitch made. I'm not talking to someone that acts like that. Um, also, you can check your phone for the meme that I sent you regarding him. Okay. Let me, let me see. I haven't been looking at my yeah, phone. Yeah, I just want you to. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's just, oh, that's how I feel. God, that's that's literally how I feel. Um, in my heart, because I feel like that's how I feel about his fans as well. Um, it's just an army of them, and I'm over it. And also, like, the quality of his music is just going, I don't know, I, uh, I, I love him, I want to love him, but I also can't, but I'm also loving Take Care still, you know what I mean? Like, I'm still loving Marvin's room, <laughs> like, I'm trapped nah, in Marvin's room. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie, I, I played Champagne Poetry the other day because I was comparing him and SZA's intro songs. Oh, and then who did better, SZA? Not S.O.S., SOS, let's get into it. We gonna have to. I know that I. So you're a newer SZA fan, yes? All right. So I. Okay. Let me get into it first. Let me. Let me. Let's just start this off properly, okay? I'm sure by the time you guys hear this, SZA's album has already been out of mind. We've all been crying and in the bathrooms, like just sobbing our eyes out in the shower. Um, as someone who I'm not gonna lie, when SZA dropped Control, I wasn't feeling you girls. I was not there. I was like, I'm sorry, I wasn't like that. You know, Drew Barrymore though slapped like certain songs and stuff, but listening to it entirely, I think it was because I heard the Travis song, the Travis Scott song, so much that I oh 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 oh. You know? Also, unpopular opinion, she needs to release Love Galore. I'm just gonna be honest because I, you know, you know, I also feel the same way about um open arms. Oh no, no, no. He'll I'll I'll let him have that. I'll let him have that. Also, also, really quick side note. I know he's not on this album. At least I don't think so. But I want to like Don Tolliver so badly, and like I do. But like, not enough. Like, it's not hitting. It's it's like okay. So it's weird because like I want to. I want to. I'm I'm. I like his voice, but some of the. 
his hero and villain songs, they're not in alignment with my music. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm an intro, like I said this the other day, but I'm an intro song girly. Like if you get me on the intro, I'm yours for the rest of the album. You know, my only problem is if the intro, if the album will match up with what the intro gave me. True, true. Um, I feel that way with Certified Lover Boy. Um, yeah, I give it a B minus, B minus, maybe. <laughs> um, because I just have some feelings. I feel like him and Kanye were having a pissing contest. They just wanted to see who had the bigger dick, and that's literally I, though. Yeah, that's in that's a cop out. Throw it away. Honestly, never mind. I feel like. It feels like Drake just did acid for three hours and just put some beats together. I, and yeah. I forgot that album existed actually up until like yesterday. Someone was like, I was basically it was a TikTok and they were like, people are upset that I put honestly never mind into my top twenty for the albums of the year. But I was like, I forgot this existed. <laughs> I was cleaning my room one day, listening to that album. The only song from that album that I listened to is the 21 song. That's it. And then when Drake said he was dropping her loss, I was like, all right, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to sound like a man for two minutes. I'm so sorry. I'm going to sound like a man. I apologize. I was like, if 21's on it, I'm there. It's like, Give me the no. ski mask. Give me the guac. I'm ready. I want to do hood rash with my friends. I I want to do it. Like, I'm there. I was like, yo, you're going to give me Drake. First off, 21's coming out. Aubrey, sit down. 21 is coming out. Yeah, I'm just like, Jimmy Cooks is good. Jimmy Cooks is a solid song. But like, Mr. Right now, they did everything right with that and they've never really been able to replicate it in my opinion and i'm like drake did not have to i don't know he was like okay i gotta perform 21's here i gotta i gotta like show up and show out but then drake was just nasty and 21 was kind of like he's like can you do something for me and 21's like (laughs) what what are you talking about i'm not gonna lie though i'm let me just pull up the list and I'll just tell you which songs are my toxic songs and which ones are the ones that I will be putting the ski mask on to. Um, I, if it's a 21 lead song, the ski mask is staying on. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But, but, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. I hate Rich Flex. I hate Rich Flex. I think it's, it's been, There you go. That's it's the problem. Just, it's that it's overplayed. I feel like it's how I feel about that Taylor Swift song that I told you, like the one yeah. where she's like, "Who's the problem?" It's me. <laughs> it's me. How does it go that way? <laughs> it's, it's me. You know. Oh my god! You know what, Taylor? It's okay. Maybe it is me. <laughs> oh my god, no. Um I just I feel like I'm gonna give her loss. 
I did say at the time, like, it is a good album. I feel like if... Oof, the girlies are not going to like this comment. But I did say when I was listening to it two weeks in, um, I did say that it is giving big Scorpio. I said that this, that her loss oh. is what Scorpion should have been. And I'm oh. going to... And the reason I say that is because if you're going to have an album and you're going to be a Scorpio, great, right? You know? Be a man about it, right? Like, be smart about it. Thank you. Like, Scorpion, give us some, like, real, like, you know, Drake's an app, you know, Drake, Drake's wrong on this song, you know? It's sick, you know? But, you know, Drake said what he said, and, you know, that's it. Like, you know, he's he created beef with this album. And I kind of yeah. thought that's what Scorpion was going to be. And said Scorpion, I, it just wasn't giving it to me. Maybe I got to re-listen to it, but... What is, like, the fact that I can't instantly think of a song off of Scorpion? Was it... Th- was that Summer Games? Uh, I think on. it was. I'm pretty... I'm pretty I'm sure. God's Plan. God's God, plan. No. I mean, that was a lot. Oh, he, he gave us ratchet happy birthday in my feelings. Finesse, oh. nice for what? Yeah, I mob mean, tie. Elevate nonstop. Okay, there are some bangers on here. <laughs> there are, but I just feel like this is like not. I don't know. I just feel like Drake gave us like a pretty boy album. Like, look at these, look at these last four albums he gave. Scorpion, honestly, never mind. Certified lover boy, her loss, right? Here, here's the problem. Okay, you're a Scorpio woman, and I this is I'm giving you the full table, but he is also a Leo rising. And he allows his Le- he's a cancer moon. He is a Leo rising and a cancer moon. This man is a terrorist. I didn't know that Drake is a Leo rising. How did you get Drake's time? Uh, no, no, no. I just... <laughs> I do know... I do know the majority of Drake's, SZA's, and Benito's charts. So, with that being said, wait, he... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you tell me what SZA's big three is really quick? I just want to see something. Oh, my God. I'm almost positive SZA is a Scorpio, and I want to say a Scorpio sun. I want to say a Scorpio rising, but she's for sure a Pisces moon. Oh, that's why she's lying. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> she's a Pisces moon. Benito's just, also a Pisces moon, which I is... Also, I, I'm going to be honest. As a water sign, I'll be real. I hope nobody I know in real life listens to this episode. Sometimes water signs, we just like to lie just to see how far we can take it. It's, <laughs> it's really a disease. It it's actually is true, though. Of my water sign friends, I'm not including my my two water placements, but of my water sign friends, they just want to see. They we love a story. We delusion. love a story. We love delusion, <laughs> gaslighting. Oh man, that's what we're the number one reason why it's the word of the year. Like yeah. it's. <laughs> yeah. I love. I listen. Z-Way is one of my favorite shows. Oh. I got my Taurus boyfriend to basically love Z-Way. Like, he's... If she's there's so one thing I'm proud of, she's so funny. I feel like... What's her sign, though? I don't... He's a Pisces. She... Before she changed it, before she changed her bio on TikTok, it was professional gaslighter. And... 
my dream is to one day have Z-Way on my show or go on her show and we just sit there and we gaslight each other the entire time. She's so funny, but that makes sense. So funny and so unhinged. I want to spend the entire hour just talking to her and being delusional. Like, I feel like when I talk, to, like, I love it. Like, I, I feel like TikTok talks about it, but I'm, I'm just going to say it. Like, I feel like being delusional is so fun. It's you, so fun. You told me, you told me, like, spring of this year, you were like, I need you to be more delusional. Like, I need you to be more delusional and watch what happens. And my life has transformed. Yeah, sometimes water signs are like psychics. It's great. No, they actually are very in tune. It's yeah. I, I'm like, you're right though. And and sometimes my my Virgo placements don't allow it. Oh yeah, yeah. One thing about <laughs> one thing about Virgo placements, they are gonna cause us to get in our own way. My Virgo mark will tell me a lot. Like it's so funny because I could literally be a scholar right now and like have all the scholarships and be done with school. But then my Virgo Mars is like, bitch, we're smart. We can procrastinate this and do this all in seven hours. No, we can't. We can't. That's how all sabotaging begins. So don't do it. So yeah, but oh my God. Yeah, no, Virgo placements will get in the way of things. Um, Well, it's like just being so, I think something that I've struggled with too. And like, I see it so much in myself. The Leo... Being a Leo son and then having the Virgo placements, like I'm so hard on myself, and I also am also so hardworking. So like I'm working hard, I'm in a hole. I'm also beating myself with the shovel. <laughs> why yeah. am I not doing better? But that's okay, and that's why I have my water sign friends to help me with my delusion and hype me up. I mean, but that's all you need. All you need is your water sign friends to just hype you up and keep you being delusional but i mean i honestly i tell all my friends to be delusional but i don't take my own advice and so i feel like this podcast is me taking my own advice and being delusional because like in my head this podcast is gonna be amazing everyone's gonna really love this you know and everyone's gonna like listening to me talk to you because one my voice is just listen to this you know (laughs) I fun fact, I hate listening to myself talk because there's times where I'm like, oh my God, why do I sound like this? Like some days I'm like, oh my God, I sound like I can be like those Cali girls with the valley voices. And then other days it's like, why do I sound like such a stoner? Like it's like, you know, like it's just it's all the things. But everybody I think a lot of people don't like the sound of their voice. So I, I used to battle with it and I was like, girl, you have to get over this quick because of my industry and like I'm constantly playing back clips of myself and like I sound nasally and obnoxious, but like, I just gotta get through it. But you do have a beautiful voice. <laughs> no, I, I felt that because as soon as we finish with this, like taping stuff, I'm going to take a shower and then I'm literally going to come back and listen to us talk. And it's just going to be that. Like, so just don't fine. be hard on yourself is coming I'm, from me. I'm taking, not taking my own advice, but I do want to say circling back to scissor really quick there's literally a clip i'm gonna have to find it and send it to you but she it's her saying you know the only way that i've made it this far is being delusional and there's been a lot of highs and there's been a lot of lows (laughs) and i'm like that's 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 real and i am fine with that and i'm okay but also really quick i do want to talk about scissor as well i don't want to like 
I don't know if you have to go yet, but I will say. Oh, I know. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. So let's talk about Drake and SZA. Like, we're going to talk about them fully, really quick. So I did write on here, SZA could kill my ex, and I'd say thank you. <laughs> because <laughs> SOS. All right, SZA girlies. I'm in. I'm a stan. I'm here. I'm Love here with them. it. I, I will say. Okay, so. I listened to SZA and Demi did say, I don't like to listen to certain music often because I don't like it to affect my emotions. And at the time she read it, when I like heard at the time, you know, me being a typical like delusional person, I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever right? Knowing that I feel all the things. Cut to um, me being where I'm at and having no job and I'm listening to SZA and I'm like, huh, now I know what Demi's talking about. So yeah um it's very real and when i i think people weren't expecting for me to be so excited over the SZA album it, unless they really know me because if you really know me you would know like in in the depths of my core SZA and benito are neck and neck because aubrey's questionable these days but like SZA and benito are like have been i am a control girly i'm a SZA girly i have been there i've cried <laughs> so much over control like she has a version of 20 something and it's like a quarantine mashup and she did it during quarantine and it was acoustic. And it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. I'm just saying that I knew I was going to break my neck getting to this album <laughs> and it did not disappoint. She, she's incredible. And I think something that she did with this album and what people are talking about, like there was this tweet and it basically said, SZA does a beautiful job, a masterful artistic job of showing the darkest, ugliest parts of our vulnerability. And for every single woman, and this is circling back to the same women that are supporting Tori, for every single woman that is saying, this is an album isn't for me. This is an album is for, for, for side girls. Like the SZA album is for sad girls. Like for every single girl that is saying that, like you need to take a step back and go to therapy and allow yourself to feel your emotions because she allows us, she gives us the most vulnerable, ugliest parts of her. And that's the stuff that we hide in the corner of our room and cry about. Exactly. <laughs> I, listen, I'm just going to say it off right now. First off, <clears throat> so sorry to expose you, friend. Why Demi cried? She wasn't even like the full 10 songs in. Shorty started crying when she heard Love Languages. I was like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Who cries after low? Relax. <laughs> it's okay, bro. You're oh, fine. You're gonna no. be okay. No, it was, be what really got me was the sample. She did a sample of Aaliyah, and then she also sampled Hit Different. And it hit a chord in my heart. <laughs> I couldn't control myself. It was 8 a.m. and I was sobbing. Nah, I'm not gonna hold you. I did not understand why the girls were like, crying over kill bill they were like oh that's a different no. kind of hurt and i think that i get to listen to this album from a healed version of myself yeah heard this album a year ago you're in a happy healthy relationship oh. i'm healed god bless that was a journey but like yeah. if i had heard this album a year ago kill bill probably would have been one of my top or like special and now i'm here delusional listening to snooze on repeat <laughs> And I'm not gonna lie. Um, my top three, 
Okay, let's do <gasps> top three. Uh-oh. It's SOS, Snooze, and I would say... <sighs> She's getting her shit off on smoking all my X-Pack. I like I like SZA the rap. SZA is a rapper, okay? Solana? She told you guys, oh, listen, listen, all right, I'm going to be transparent here. I'm, I'm not even going to cut this out because I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> I wasn't always a SZA girly because I have seen her in concert live. Oh. And it was a different experience. Mm -hmm. And it was at a music festival. I don't think you know not everyone's gonna have a good performance so i was like mm, okay but i will say though um drew barrymore live very good very good i not gonna lie sism made me fall in love with drew barrymore again i'll admit it she she really reminded me why drew barrymore is america's sweetheart and also i just drew barrymore is such an unproblematic white woman i i love her so <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do like SZA, but I just feel like if I know she's not going to be good live, I'm like, damn, I don't know. But if I heard this album like two, three years, if I heard this album like in 2018, 2019, yeah, yeah, Kill Bill, that would have been my jam. Are you kidding me? I would have been playing that to death like, that's all anyone would hear from me but i'm not gonna lie sos like her just rapping on that one oh i love it so oh, we've just never seen this from her and i agree with you though because i actually saw her at coachella um in i want to say it would have had to have been 2019 um and i obviously have been in the trenches of being a SZA fan. Like, I'm in the thick of it. She's my girl, no matter what. She had, like, some technical difficulties, and it turned out to be a beautiful performance anyways, but, like, it did throw her off in the beginning, and she's, like, she's very transparent. She yeah. is not, like, she's gonna come out and be like, I hey, guys, like, I'm a little messed up right now. Like, I'm just gonna try to power through this, but, like, or if in the middle of a set she's not feeling, she's like, okay, she's like, need a second. And I respect her for it, because she's very human. She's like, I I don't know. I I hear you and I see you and I agree that that Coachella performance wasn't like the best reflection of I think who she is now. But and and I'm not holding that against yeah. her. That was just something that like why I wasn't like a fan, you know. And then also yeah. I felt bad because it was like during that time people didn't know if she was gonna really sing afterwards because she knows exactly. her voice. I felt really, anyone who, who was a control fan, my heart goes out to you because you guys have been through it with SZA. Like y'all, y'all really stood by her. Like I know girls who literally to this day, they love SZA. Like they stand by her. They're like, I am a SZA girly forever. No, I'm a SZA girly. I'm a stand. SOS got me for real. I, I've always liked SZA. I've always followed her on Instagram because she's beautiful and she's funny. And I think like every time I see her, I'm just like, oh, she's, you know? she's literally like handcrafted. She's incredible. And I know that she's recently had surgery and she has been open about her surgeries. She's that's what I'm saying. She's talking her shit on this album. Like, and it's, 
And it's all like things that everybody has dealt with, like body dysmorphia, insecurities, and like she's just like it is what it is. This is the reality of the situation, and she's just like I don't know. I I just love it. I love her so much. I'm a scissor girl. I'm a scissor girl, and I'm here for it. Really? Yeah, because like Doja was supposed to be featured on this. Kaylani was supposed to be featured on it. And I'm not saying they didn't, like, show up. Make A lot of things happen. But, like, Drake was even supposed to be on here. Frank Ocean. Like, there was... I, I know. I know. There was, like, a lot of people who were... Yeah, and Travis and, and him were, like, two of the only people that showed up. And it was... It's him, Travis... And then the person... The last Major, song. And then the last song is, like, a sample from ODB. Yeah. Yeah. Fine if Drake didn't make it. Oh, no, 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 Yeah. Because, to be honest, I thought Drake was the rapper SZA was talking about on Smoking on My Ex-Pack. I thought Me she too. Was, yeah, it's like, I have your favorite rapper block. Like, I'm fine with that. It would have been, okay, now I'm not going to lie. I know it's never going to happen. But if Drake and SZA could do a thing, and they could take this idea, I don't even give a fuck take it you don't even have to give me credit for it i just know i put it out there if they could do a thing where drake is starting champagne poetry and it goes into the sample so it's uh, like Sigma comes in for sos uh, that shit would be so hard then you have no idea i, I bro, think we can make that mix we can just make oh, it soundcloud some soundcloud rapper can help us <laughs> yo i need a soundcloud rapper to literally dm me because i I need this mix. Like, are you kidding me? Just that as a live performance. Oh my God. I feel like that could be so, I'm sure somebody on TikTok is going to, if you don't do it, I think somebody on TikTok is going to do it. Oh, I'm going to put this, this clip is going to go on TikTok. I'm going to literally be like anyone who is a mix master on TikTok, stitch this and do the champagne poetry second half going into SZA's SOS intro. That is the same sample. Just slight bro do it i know y'all can do it i oh my god i love it i love it, um, I love it. 